Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. good friend Jeff Shreves. Good morning, Jeff. Um, as you can imagine, I'm I'm a little bit sad uh, this morning, but I I can imagine that you have you've spoken to Jurgen Klopp many times over over the years, and I just want to get your take on number one uh, your reaction to this news and just and also the way the way in which it was it was done. What do you make of it? Well, first and foremost, Susanna. Um you sound like somebody in mourning, as though there's been a death in the <laughs> family, which I, can, which I can absolutely understand. If I was a Liverpool supporter, I would probably feel the same because he has been such a fantastic manager. What an incredible emblem of the club he's been for the last eight and a half years. And he really is a force of nature. So um, my first reaction was one as somebody who works in the media. I was absolutely astonished that absolutely nowhere at all was there any whisper of this whatsoever, which is even more incredible when you think he said in that interview, I told the club back in November. Now, for this news not to have got leaked out 
or indeed, you know, bring all the way forward to right now. So go through all Christmas, New Year, all of that. And then still, there was no whispers around the media this week. Oh, you know, keep an eye on Liverpool this week. Might be something big coming up. Or get yourself there for a press conference. That's staggering. Absolutely staggering. And he, there's no way he can have told the players. If he'd told them, it would have leaked. It would have leaked. I'm not saying players are loose-lipped. But the fact that this hasn't come out in the modern-day football with all of the news outlets, social media, etc., is amazing. Amazing. Okay, then to the decision itself, and also, of course, I watched the video. Um, I think he's what he's done here, and without reading too deeply, it's an adage that somebody told me. In fact, it was another footballer, Lee Dixon, when he retired from Arsenal over after 600 games. I said to him, why? Why now? He said, I've always felt it's a really important thing in life knowing when to leave a really good party. You stay too late, maybe people have had a few too many drinks, it all goes a bit downhill and people get a bit narky with each other. You go too early, you miss all the fun. So you've got to know when to leave a really good party. And I think that's exactly what Jurgen Klopp has done here. I thought he looked tired in the interview, but not because I feel he's suffering and he can't do the job right now. And he said it himself. It was a really hard decision to make, but also one of huge relief. So emotionally, this must have been really, really difficult for him as a decision to come to. I think he's done it. I think the club have done it with real class as well. And perhaps, I mean, I heard Nigel talking um, about what perhaps may lie behind the decision. I, I was thinking about Pep Guardiola. Do you remember he had that year out, didn't he? He reset, he recharged. Now, Jurgen Klopp has said, that, I'll never manage in England again, that's for sure. And I won't take charge of a club within another calendar year, for another year at least. He needs a rest. He needs a recharge. And I absolutely understand that. I was with a current Premier League manager recently, and we were talking about his next move. And he said to me, do you know what? I don't think people realise just how all-consuming this is. The hours you put in, it's morning, noon and night. It's not just seven in the morning till seven at night at the training ground. It is 24 hours a day. And you can't go anywhere without people wanting to speak to you, wanting a bit of your time. You give of yourself. You give absolutely everything. And I think Klopp did that on turbo, if you like, in the last eight and a half years. And I, 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 th I thought it made an awful lot of sense everything that he said there. And there was a lot of it, there was a lot in it to admire as well. Jeff, I think back to Jurgen Klopp's first conference, press conference when he joined Liverpool uh, and sort of parroting off of what Jose Mourinho would have called himself. He called himself the normal one. And I think in his time in England, he's, he's I think he's left a legacy that he's anything but the normal <laughs> one. Um, Suze, I think, asked you a little bit of it, but just from your time spent with him, maybe you got a little bit more of an inclination as to who he is on a personal level. Do you think he will stay away from football? Do you think maybe after that year he won't come back? It sounds like maybe a national team, maybe the German national team for the World Cup. Uh, Lexus, the honest answer is I don't know. And he actually alluded to this normality in the interview. He said, look, I absolutely am a normal guy. I just do a very unusual job. So it's not me that's special, it's the job that's special. And a really revealing thing as well, he said, 
I've never had it. He said, I want to find out. I need to know what it is to lead a normal life. Those are the words he used. So he, he's curious, which I think that's all, if you like, that's related to the amount of effort he puts this in, into this job. And you're right, he can be, honestly, there will be many books written about him. But from my side, dealing with him, he's one of those guys, he always gave you fantastic quotes. He always said great, great things. He, he could be funny, he could be charming, he could equally be frosty with you. If he didn't like an angle you were taking, he would call you out, no problem whatsoever. But also, he wasn't afraid of, if he had a pop at you, you stood your ground, you went back and he actually thought, mm, you know, that's fair. He'd say, yeah, okay, that's that's fair what you were saying there. So he never delivered cliches from the media point of view. So for us, from that point of view, he was superb. In terms of what he achieved on the pitch, I mean, he will go down as one of the great Premier League managers of all time. He might not necessarily have won as many trophies, of course, the likes of Ferguson, Guardiola, Wenger, Mourinho, but he will certainly be mentioned in their company for what he did in the Premier League. And as Susanna said, when he, he took over Liverpool, they were not in good shape. And he absolutely turned that club around. And the way he identified with the club, with its culture, with the politics of the city, they loved him from day one. And I also really, really liked, do you know what I really liked as well in there? was when he said, you know, he was feeling the gas tank is starting to go down and he feels that, you know, maybe he hasn't got the energy anymore. But he said it was really, really important that, for me, right now, we get this team back to where it needed to be. They were going through a dip and he didn't want to just walk away when the team wasn't doing well. I thought that was really, really classy as well. So... I think, again, if I'm a Liverpool supporter, um, you'd be worried. You'd think, right, OK, let's look what happened when Sir Alex Ferguson left Manchester United. Arsene Wenger left Arsenal. Now, I don't think that Liverpool have the same fears, if you like, because I think there is better structure and those two managers really did control absolutely everything. But it is a big, big job for somebody. And these are huge Huge shoes to fill. Jeff, uh, that's a bit unfair to insinuate football players in the dressing room have loose lips, mate. Come on, no better than that. <laughs> uh, on the other question, they could use loose shirts, though. Watching that, <laughs> leave me alone, bro. On the other hand, Jeff, how, um, how much of a factor do you think that when he mentioned about last year, because of how intelligent Jurgen Klopp is, he mentioned last year about the struggles and anywhere else he knows that he would have been sacked. How much of that do you think plays a factor in him making this decision now? And then how do you think this, this, this whole decision is going to affect the Premier League title race? Right, OK, let's address your first point. In terms of uh, secrets staying in the dressing room, there's no way the dressing rooms are as tight as that shirt you're wearing. <laughs> so that's number one. Number two. Uh, nah, look, it, look, it's our job and it is fun speculating as well. I just think he's just been really, really honest. He's, he's put so much into this. He's exhausted. And the fact he's got them going once again, uh, he's got a lot of the youngsters coming through, it's the perfect time to hand over. But again, what do you do? What's the alternative, Nigel? Does he stay, wait till they go downhill and he gets sacked? Or he's not going to go on until he's 65, 70? While he's got you know the energy, while he can enjoy himself, enjoy his life, it can't go on forever. It can't. Whenever this news came, it's going to be 
a sad day and Liverpool fans will be, you know, disappointed he's leaving. But, you know, it is what it is. So I, I think we, you can look too deeply to, to find something here. I think it is a personal stroke, professional decision, which he's made putting himself and the club in the best possible place once the decision has been made. He's done it. He's done it for both parties. I think he's done it at the right time. I'm looking forward to hearing him later on when he gives a full press conference. And uh, I'll be back with your colleagues later on today to, to give them the reactions to that. But it's, it, there's no question. This is one of the, the big stories in football, one of the biggest stories in football for a long, long time. Jeff, I agree with so much of what you're saying, all of what you're saying, really. Um, and I even think that this Liverpool team, Klopp's Liverpool team, was so good over the nine years that they even deserved to win more titles than he actually won. It's a shame that they had to live and coexist at the same time with one of Pep Guardiola's greatest teams ever, because had it not been for that, they would have more titles and they would be one of the greatest Premier League teams that of... Of, of all time. And and I think it says Nico, a, a lot about him. You're, you're 100% right. I remember going to the training ground uh, last season with Jurgen Klopp and I told him a stat that he was unaware of and I think it showed in the previous five years the total points difference between the two clubs. Honestly, I think it was something crazy like five points or something. Wow. I, I can't remember what the actual number was. But it was, and I'm sure uh, the statisticians will help us out here. But he was absolutely, he was kind of, he, for a start, he was gobsmacked. And then there was a kind of vindication as if to say, yeah, you know, just my luck. At the time I'm here, there is something incredible going on down the road. And that's why they haven't, to your uh, observation there, that's why they wouldn't have, they would have cleaned up, no question, if Manchester City didn't have the period of dominance that they have had. But they've been good for each other. They've been fantastic for us as a Premier League, you know, because they've fought it out. It, it's been it's been superb to watch the two of them go head to head. So uh, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, kind of, you know, it is what it is. Good. Two great teams, two great, great teams. Like I said earlier, though, maybe, maybe, He's looked at what Pep did, and he was around at the same age. He, he came to live in New York, didn't he, he uh, did. for a year, and got himself going in, and look what he went on to mm. afterwards. Yeah. Hey, if Jürgen, does, if Jürgen does that, he'll be just down the road from you, Connecticut. You can get him on regularly instead of me. <laughs> Jeff, let's uh, move on to another city now where I'm sure the, the, the sun's shining and it's not dark clouds like in Merseyside. Manchester City, Tottenham. Uh, how much of a big boost is that for Madison returning for this Tottenham side? Well, I think if he starts, Nigel, you know, he, he's been out for a while now. He, he's eager. Um, he wants to play. He's that type of character. And I think it would be a big boost for them. Unfortunately, it's a big boost for Manchester City in the shape of uh, Kevin De Bruyne in that he's likely to start for them as well. What I'm really looking forward to tonight in this game, though, these are two teams that attack, attack, attack. They all go for it right from the start. And I, I think we should see a superb game. But there's this really weird thing. I don't know if you know about it. Manchester City have not scored yep. at this stadium ever. This is Tottenham's new stadium. Every time they've gone there, 
They haven't scored. Now, I know these things, you know, that they come to an end at some point. But if you're a Tottenham fan, that's a really good omen going into the game. And, you know, also Pedro Porro as well. He was at City, what, three, four years? Never made an appearance for the first team. So he'll be looking forward to playing against them tonight. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a good cup tie. I don't normally like all Premier League ties this early in the competition. Of course, they happen towards the end. But this is a good game. Proper game. Hmm. And to add to that, Spurs literally only in one game in their new stadium have they not scored against Milan in the Champions League. Every other game they've scored. Wow. Which is wild. Yeah, that's going to be a wild one. 3 p.m. today. Uh, Jeff Shreves, thank you so much for, for taking the time today. You're going to be on Box to Box later. Is that correct? I hope so, because Jurgen Klopp is speaking at 3 o'clock our time. So it'll be interesting for him to flesh out a little more. And it gives the media time having digested the interview today, for them to prepare their questions for Jürgen going into uh, the weekend's game. But again, I like the fact he said, please, please, please do not make this about me. Don't start singing that song. We've got 30 games to go this season. We've written a wonderful book so far. We want to add a few more chapters towards the end. Having said that, and I know Nigel normally disagrees with everything I say, <laughs> I think this will absolutely rejuvenate the players. I think between now and the end of the season, this will add something to what they do. And Norwich going to Liverpool on Sunday, which will be an incredibly emotional occasion in many, many ways. It will be a supercharged atmosphere. This could really put an injection into their quest for the quadruple this season. Before we let you go, Jeff, I would just like to say, before you even said that, I said that back... <laughs> In the meeting room, that that's what's going to happen to this Liverpool um, team. They're that's going to be rejuvenated. Nigel, Nigel that is the difference. Nigel, Great minds think alike. The difference between that, no, no, that's the <laughs> difference between you and I. You, you say it in the meeting room, I say it on air. Ah! That showed his son. Okay. <laughs> His heart's beating, I can Jeff see it. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Uh, Jeff, you're the best. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, folks. Have a good day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.